Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Knight, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. front and my favorite overalls. All aboard the story train, find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station, and you know what that means. We're going someplace new. One whistle, we're on our way. I wonder where story train will lead us this time. We're entering the rainbow tunnel. Hold on, everyone. It's off to far, far away. This is so exciting. Just on the other side of the short rainbow tunnel lies our destination. That was quick. We're already at the end of the tunnel. Oh, I know this place. We are outside a door, which looks quite unusual. I have a feeling that today's tale is going to be far more than your average knock-knock joke. Today's story is about how an inanimate, or not alive object, is actually quite a bit more alive and lively than the people who purchased it realized. It's called a very funny door. In the heartwarming town of Willowbrook, where the sun always seemed to shine a bit brighter and the breeze sang softly through the leaves, there stood a quaint little house at the end of Maple Street. This house, with its cheerful yellow paint and windows that sparkled like diamonds in the sunlight, was home to young Ralph Smith and his family. One bright morning, as the robins chirped merrily in their garden, Ralph's parents decided that their beloved home needed a small change, a new front door. They wanted something special, something that would make their house even more welcoming and unique. Little did they know the new door they chose was not just special, it was extraordinary. The new door arrived on a sunny Tuesday afternoon, carried in by two burly workers who grunted and heaved as they set it in place. It was a magnificent door, tall and stately, painted a deep, enchanting blue. But the most marvelous thing about the door wasn't its color or its stature. It was the fact that it was, quite 
unmistakably alive. What? How could this be? Ralph watched in awe as the door blinked its two shiny brass doorknobs, which looked remarkably like eyes, and yawned open a mail slot that curiously resembled a mouth. The workers, seemingly unfazed, tipped their hats and left, leaving Ralph and his parents to acquaint themselves with their new, somewhat unusual front door. Good afternoon, the door said in a deep, melodious voice that made the windows rattle gently in their frames. I am your new door, and I am very pleased to meet you. Ralph's parents, a bit taken aback, exchanged a look of bemused surprise. Ralph, on the other hand, was positively delighted. Hello, he exclaimed. I'm Ralph. Do you have a name? I'm afraid I don't, replied the door. But I suppose you could call me Dory if you like. Dory it is, Ralph declared with a grin. Welcome to our home, Dory. Dory seemed to beam with pride, its brass knocker gleaming brightly. Thank you, Ralph, but I must tell you something important. I am not just any door. Like any other relationship worth having in your life, you have to put work into our friendship. So what if I'm a door? Why should I be taken for granted and passed through unthinkingly? <laughs> oh no! Give and take, my friend. Give and take. You see, I am a riddle door. So to pass through me, you must answer my riddles. Ralph's eyes sparkled with excitement. He actually loved riddles. That sounds like fun, he said. Can we try one now? Certainly, Dory said. Here's an easy one to start. I have keys, but open, no locks. What am I? Ralph thought for a moment before his face lit up with realization. A keyboard. Correct, Dory exclaimed, swinging open with a graceful creak. You are quite the clever one, Ralph. For the next few days, life at the end of Maple Street was filled with laughter and puzzlement. Every time Ralph or his parents wanted to enter or leave the house, they were greeted with a new riddle. The milkman, the postman, and even Mrs. Barber from next door all had to think on their feet if they wanted Dory to let them in or out. One morning, Ralph's mother, carrying a basket of laundry, approached Dory, who promptly posed, I'm tall when I'm young, and I'm short when I'm old. What am I? <laughs> a candle, Ralph's mother answered, chuckling as she stepped outside. Ralph's father, coming home from work, was met with, The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? Ha! Footsteps, he replied, a smile spreading across his face as he entered. Ralph's friends, curious about this talking door, came over often, eager to test their wits. They would stand in front of Dory, listening intently as it presented its riddles, each one more intriguing than the last. The house on Maple Street became known for its very funny door, and the sound of children's laughter was a common occurrence in the neighborhood now. One afternoon, as Ralph returned from school, backpack slung over his shoulder, Dory greeted him with a particularly challenging riddle. I speak without a mouth and hear without ears. I have no body, but I come alive with wind. What am I? Ralph pondered this for a moment, his brow furrowed in thought. 
Hmm. Is it an echo? Brilliantly answered, Ralph! Dory exclaimed, swinging open to welcome him home. But as the days turned into weeks, Ralph began to notice something. The riddles, once light and playful, seemed to take on a more wistful tone. One evening, as Ralph was about to head inside, Dory asked him softly, I start out tall, but the longer I stand, the shorter I grow. What am I? A shadow, Ralph replied, but he couldn't help but feel that there was something more behind Dory's words. After thinking about it for a bit, Ralph realized that while Dory was a part of their home, it was always there, alone, on its hinges. The realization struck Ralph with a pang of empathy. Dory, he asked gently, do you get lonely being a door? Dory seemed to hesitate before replying. Well, Ralph, I suppose I do. I'm always here welcoming you in and sending you out, but I never get to join in the fun. I love being your door and sharing riddles with you all is the highlight of my days. But sometimes I do wish I could be more a part of the family, too. Ralph's heart swelled with compassion for his friend. He sat down on the porch steps, facing Dory. You are part of the family, Dory, and I'm going to make sure you never feel left out again. From that day on, Ralph made a point of spending time with Dory every day, not just doing riddles. He would share stories of his adventures at school, discuss the books he was reading, and even play games. Ralph's parents joined in too, often stopping for a chat with Dory, sharing the news of their day, or asking for advice on a tricky crossword clue. Dory, in return, continued to delight them with riddles, but now there was always warmth in its voice, a sense of belonging and joy. The Smith family had not just a very funny door, but a very special friend. One evening, as the family gathered on the porch, enjoying the cool breeze and the soft hum of the evening, Dory posed a new riddle. What costs nothing but is worth everything? Ralph, his parents, and even Mrs. Barber from next door pondered this one, their faces a picture of concentration. Finally, Ralph's mother smiled softly. Is it friendship? Dory's knobs gleamed in the twilight. Yes, it is friendship. And that, dear family, is what I've found with you. The Smith family smiled, a deep sense of contentment filling their hearts. They'd solved many of Dory's riddles, but this last one was the most important. They had discovered that behind the riddles and the laughter was a desire for connection and companionship. And in the years that followed, as Ralph grew and seasons changed, the door at the end of Maple Street remained. Not just a fixture on hinges, but a beloved friend. Always ready with a warm welcome, a riddle, and open to all possibilities. <coughs> it's time for us to head back to Pflugerville. Here comes the Rainbow Tunnel. Come back and see me again. You never know where the story train will take us. And if you like stories, search for Go Kid Go wherever you listen and you'll find lots of great adventures. See you next time. Go Kid Go.
you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.